Welcome to the one-year journey through the Holy Bible. Let us pray to the Holy Spirit to open our minds and hearts to understand and live the Word of God. Holy Spirit, come to my spirit, my heart, and my mind, so that as I read your Word, let me understand, know, and love you better. Bless me to be a faithful disciple to apply your Word to my life. Make me a light shining upon all who are in darkness as I read the word of God and kindle my mind and enkindle my heart with the deeper love for you and people around me. Today we'll be reading Genesis chapter 27 to 30. Chapter 27 Jacob's Deception When Isaac was so old that his eyesight had failed him, he called his older son Esau and said to him, My son, here I am, he replied. Isaac then said, Now I have grown old. I don't know when I might die. So now take your hunting gear, your quiver and bow, and go out into the open country to hunt some game for me. Then prepare for me a dish in the way I like and bring it to me to eat so that I may bless you before I die. Rebekah had been listening while Isaac was speaking to his son Esau. So when Esau went out into the open country to hunt some game for his father, Rebekah said to her son Jacob, Listen, I heard your father tell your brother Esau, Bring me some game and prepare a dish for me to eat, that I may bless you with the Lord's approval before I die. Now, my son, obey me in what I am about to order you. Go to the flock and get me two choice young goats, so that with these I might prepare a dish for your father in the way he likes. Then bring it to your father to eat, that he may bless you before he dies. But Jacob said to his mother Rebekah, But my brother Esau is a hairy man, and I am smooth-skinned. Suppose my father feels me. He will think I am making fun of him, and I will bring myself a curse instead of a blessing. His mother, however, replied, Let any curse against you, my son, fall on me. Just obey me. Go and get me the young goats. So Jacob went and got them and brought them to his mother, and she prepared a dish in the way his father liked. Rebekah then took the best clothes of her older son, Esau, that she had had in the house and gave them to her younger son, Jacob, to wear. And with the goat skins, she covered up his hands and his hairless parts of his neck. Then she gave her son Jacob the dish and bread that she had prepared. Going to his his father, Jacob said, Father, yes, replied Isaac, which of my sons are you? Jacob answered to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I did as you had told me. Please sit up and eat some of my games so that you may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How did you get it so quickly, my son? He answered, The Lord your God directed me. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Come closer, my son, that I may feel you, to learn whether or not you are really my son Esau. So Jacob moved closer to his father. When Isaac felt him, he said, Although the voice is Jacob's, the hands are Esau's. He failed to identify him because his hands were hairy, like those of his brother Esau, so he blessed him. Again Isaac said, Are you really my son Esau? And Jacob said, I am. Then Isaac said, Serve him, your son, and let me eat the game so that I may bless you. Jacob served it to him, and Isaac ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Finally, his father Isaac said to him, Come closer, my son, 
and kiss me. As Jacob went up to kiss him, Isaac smelled the fragrance of his clothes. With that, he blessed him, saying, Ah, the fragrance of my son is like the fragrance of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give to you, of the dew of the heavens and the fertility of the earth, abundance of grain and wine. May people serve you, and the nations bow down to you. Be master of your brothers, and may your mother's son bow down to you. Cursed be the ones who curse you, and blessed be those who bless you. Jacob had scarcely left his father after Isaac had finished blessing him, when his brother Esau came back from his hunt. Then he too prepared a dish, and bringing it to his father, he said, Let my father sit up and eat some of his son's game, that you may give me your blessing. Then his father Isaac asked him, Who are you? He said, I am your son, your firstborn son Esau. Isaac trembled greatly. Who was it then, he asked, that hunted game and brought it to me? I ate it all just before you came and I blessed him. Now he is blessed. As he heard his father's words, Esau burst into a loud, bitter sobbing and said, Father, bless me too. When Isaac said, Your brother came here by a ruse and carried off your blessing, Esau exclaimed, He is well named Jacob, is he not? He has not supplanted me twice. First he took away my right as a firstborn, and now he has taken away my blessing. Then he said, Have you not saved a blessing for me? Isaac replied to Esau, I have already appointed him your master, and I have assigned to him all of his kindred as his servants. Besides, I have sustained him with grain and wine. What then can I do for you, my son? But Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, father? Bless me too, father. And Esau wept aloud. His father Isaac said in response, See far from the fertile earth will be your dwelling, far from the dew of the heavens above, but your sword will live, and your brother will serve. And when you become restless, you will throw off his yoke from your neck. Esau bore a grudge against Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him. Esau said to himself, Let the time of mourning for my father come, so that I may kill my brother Jacob. When Rebekah got the news of what her older son had in mind, she summoned her younger son Jacob and said to him, Listen, your brother Esau intends to get his revenge by killing you. So now, my son, obey me and flee at once to my brother Laban in Haran, and stay with him a while until your brother's fury subsides, until your brother's anger against you subsides and he forgets what you did to him. Then I will send for you and bring you back. Why should I lose both of you in a single day? Jacob sent to Laban. Rebekah said to Isaac, I am disgusted with life because of the Hittite woman. If Jacob should also marry a Hittite woman, a native of the land like these women, why should I live? Chapter 28 Isaac therefore summoned Jacob and blessed him, charging him, saying, You shall not marry a Canaanite woman. Go now to Paddan Aram, to the home of your mother's father, Bethuel, and there choose a wife for yourself from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fertile. 
multiply you that you may become an assembly of peoples. May God extend to you and your descendants the blessing of Abraham so that you may gain possession of the land where you were residing and which he assigned to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob on his way and he went to Paddan Aram to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Araman, and brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Esau noted that Isaac had blessed Jacob when he sent him to Paddan Aram to get himself a wife there, and that, as he gave him his blessing, he charged him, You shall not marry a Canaanite woman, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother and gone to Paddan Aram. Esau realized how displeasing the Canaanite woman to his father Isaac, so Esau went to Ishmael, and in addition to the wives he had, married Mahalath, the daughter of Abraham's son, Ishmael, and sister of Nebaioth. Jacob's Dream at Bethel Jacob departed from Beersheba and proceeded towards Haran. When he came upon a certain place, he stopped there for the night since the sun had already set. Taking one of the stones at place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place. Then he had a dream. A stairway rested upon the ground, with its top reaching towards the heavens, and God's angels were going up and down on it. And there was the Lord standing beside him and saying, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you are lying I will give to you and your, your descendants. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and through them you will spread the, to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. In you and your descendants, all the families of the earth will find blessing. I am with you, and I will protect you wherever you go, and bring you back to this land. I will never leave you until I have done what I have promised. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he said, Truly the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid, and he said, How awesome is this place! There is nothing else but the house of God, the gateway to heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up as a sacred pillar and poured oil on top of it. He named the place Bethel, whereas the former name of the town had been Luz. Jacob then made this vow, If God will be with me and protect me on this journey, I am making and giving me food and I, I am making and giving me food to eat and clothes to wear. And I come back safely to my father's house. The Lord will be my God. This stone that I have set up as a sacred pillar will be the house of God. Of everything you give me, I will return a tenth part to you without fail. Chapter 29 Arrival in Haran after Jacob resumed his journey, he came to the land of the Kedemites. Looking about, he saw a well in the open country with three flocks of sheep huddled near it. Her flocks were watered from the well. A large stone covered the mouth of the well. When all the shepherds were assembled there, they, could ro they would roll the stone away from the mouth of the well and water the sheep. Then they would put the stone back again in its place over the mouth of the well. Jacob said to them, My brothers, where are you from? We are from Haran, they replied. Then he asked him, Do you know Laban, son of Nahor? We do, they answered. He inquired further, Is he well? He is, they answered. And here he comes, his daughter Rachel with the sheep. Then he said, There is still much daylight left. 
it is hardly the time to bring animals home. Water the sheep and then continue pasturing them. They replied, We cannot until all the shepherds are here to roll the stone away from the mouth of the well. Then we can water the flocks. While he was still talking with them, Rachel arrived with her father's sheep, for she was the one who tended them. As soon as Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of his mother's brother Laban, and the sheep of Laban, he went up, rolled the stone away from the mouth of the well, and watered Laban's sheep. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and wept aloud. Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's relative, Rebekah's son. So she ran to tell his father. So she ran to tell her father. When Laban heard the news about Jacob, his sister's son, he ran to meet him. After embracing and kissing him, he brought him into his house. Jacob then repeated to Laban all these things, and Laban said, You are indeed my bone and my flesh. Marriage to Leah and Rachel After Jacob stayed with him for a full month, Laban said, Should you serve me for nothing just because you are a relative of mine? Tell me what your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The older was called Leah, and the younger was called Rachel. Leah had dull eyes, but Rachel was sharp, shapely, and beautiful. Because Jacob loved Rachel, he answered, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, It is better to give her to, to you than to another man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, yet they seemed to, like, to him like a few days because of his love for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife that I may consummate my marriage with her, for my term is now completed. So Laban invited all the local inhabitants and gave a banquet. At nightfall he took his daughter Leah and brought her to Jacob, and, con- and he consummated the marriage with her. Laban assigned his maidservant Zilpah to his daughter Leah as her maidservant. In the morning there was Leah. So Jacob said to Laban, How could you do this to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served you? Why did you deceive me? Laban replied, It is not the custom in our country to give the younger daughter before the firstborn. Finish the bridal week for this one, and then the other will also be given to you in return for another seven years of service with me. Jacob did so. He finished the bridal week for the one, and then gave Laban him his daughter Rachel as his wife. Laban assigned his maidservant Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her maidservant. Jacob then consummated his marriage with Rachel also, and he loved her more than Leah. Thus he served Laban another seven years. Jacob's Children When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he made her fruitful, while Rachel was barren. Leah conceived and bore a son, and she named him Reuben, for she said, It means the Lord saw my misery. Surely now my husband will love me. She conceived again and bore a son, and said, It means the Lord heard that I was unloved, and therefore he has given me this one also. So she named him Simon. Again she conceived and bore a son, and she said, Now at last my husband will become attached to me, since I have borne him three sons. That is why she named him Levi. Once more she conceived and bore a son, and she said, This time I will give thanks to the Lord. Therefore she named him Judah. Then she stopped bearing children. Chapter 30 
When Rachel saw that she had not borne children to Jacob, she became envious of her sister. She said to Jacob, Give me children, or I shall die. Jacob became angry with Rachel and said, Can I take the place of God, who has denied you the fruit of the womb? She replied, Here is my maidservant, Bilhah. Have intercourse with her, and let her give birth on my knees, so that I too may have children through her. So she gave him her maidservant Bilhah as wife, and Jacob had intercourse with her. When Bilhah conceived and bore a son for Jacob, Rachel said, God has vindicated me. Indeed, he has healed my plea, heeded my plea, and given me a son. Therefore she named him Dan. Rachel's maidservant Bilhah conceived again and bore a second son for Jacob. And Rachel said, I have wrestled strenuously with my sister, and I have prevailed. So she named him Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had ceased to bear children, she took her maidservant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as wife. So Leah's maidservant Zilpah bore a son for Jacob. Leah then said, What good luck? So she named him Gad. Then Leah's maidservant bore another son for Jacob, and Leah said, What good fortune, because woman will call me fortunate. So she named him Asher. One day during the wheat harvest, Reuben went out and came upon some mandrakes in the field, which he brought home to his mother Leah. Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. Leah said, Was it not enough for you to take away my husband, that you must now take away my son's mandrakes too? Rachel answered, In that case, Jacob may lie with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. That evening, when Jacob came in from the field, Leah went out to meet him. She said, You must have intercourse with me, because I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So that night he laid with her, and God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore a fifth son for Jacob. Leah then said, God has given me my wages for giving my maidservant to my husband. So she named him Issachar. Leah conceived again and bore a sixth son for Jacob, and Leah said, God has brought me a precious gift. This time my husband will honor me because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Afterwards she gave birth to a daughter, and she named her Dina. Then God remembered Rachel. God listened to her and made her fruitful. She conceived and bore a son, and she said, God has removed my disgrace. So she named him Joseph, saying, May the Lord add another son for me. Jacob outwits Laban. After Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Allow me to go to my own region and land. Give me my wives and my children for whom I served you, and let me go, for you know the service that I rendered you. Laban answered him, If you will, please, I have learned through divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. He continued, State the wages I owe you, and I will pay them. Jacob replied, You know what work I did for you and how well your livestock fared under my care. The little you had before I came was grown into an abundance since the Lord was blessed since the Lord has blessed you in my company. Now when now when I can do something for my own household as well? Laban said, Why should I give you? Jacob what should I give you? Jacob answered, You don't have to give me anything. If you do this thing for me, I will again pasture and tend your sheep. 
Let me go through the whole flock today, remove from it every dark animal among the lambs, and every spotted or speckled among the goats. These will be my wages. In the future, whenever you check on my wages, my honesty will testify for me. Any animal that is not spectacled or spotted among the goats or dark among the lambs got into my possession by theft. Laban said, Very well, let it be as you say. The same day Laban removed the streaked and the spotted he-goats and all the spectacled and spotted she-goats, all those with some white on them, as well as every dark lamb, and he put them in the care of his sons. Then he put a three days journey between himself and Jacob, while Jacob was pasturing the rest of Laban's flock. Jacob, however, got some fresh shoots of poplar, almond, and plane trees, and he peeled white strips in them by laying bare the white core of the shoots. The shoots that he had peeled, he had then set upright in the watering throws where the animals came to drink, so that they would be in front of them. When the animals were in the heat as they came to drink, the goats mated by the shoots, so that they gave birth to streaked, speckled, and spotted young. The sheep, on the other hand, Jacob kept apart, and he made these animals face the streaked or completely dark animals of Laban. Thus he produced flocks of his own, which he did not put with Laban's flock. Whenever the hardier animals were in heat, Jacob would set the shoots in the throws in full view of these animals, so that they mated by the shoots, but with the weaker animals he would not put the shoots there. So the feeble animals would go to Laban, but the hardy ones to Jacob. So the man grew exceedingly prosperous, and he owned large flocks, male and female servants, camels, and donkeys.